What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Lee Hammock, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and validate the victims and survivors of this disorder, because guess what? You might not be crazy. It might be me. <laughs> uh, today's episode is going to be about how being in a narcissistic relationship, toxic relationship, for a long enough period of time will have you jealous of other relationships. Just point blank, period. And this is so I'm going to keep this as simple and straightforward as it is, uh, as I can, because like the longer you are in a toxic relationship, the longer you are in a in a relationship with a narcissistic person that is not reciprocating the love that you are putting out, the more and more you'll become jealous of other relationships around you, your friends relationships, your family's relationships. You mean your, your best friend and her husband or your best friend and his wife? You're going to be jealous of those relationships because your relationship doesn't look the same anymore. They they still loving on each other. They still kissing, hugging, whatever. They they run to the car to clap cheeks and something really, really quick and come back red faced, uh, hair messed up, whatever. You know, I mean, blushing, you know, dressed dis- disheveled, hair disheveled. You know, you know I mean, you hear the you hear the round of applause like look at them. It's a round of applause. And there's a round of applause going on outside of our house right now. Remember, we used to be like that. And then you gonna get an argument. Don't compare like when you're in, I'm just telling you, you'll end up comparing and contrasting your relationship to others and it will destroy your mental health. It will, it just will. And this is coming from and, and the crazy thing about it is the, the narcissist will say the same thing, too. They'll say the same exact thing. Like, why don't we do that anymore? And they be the reason that why it doesn't happen. You know, what I mean? like the narcissist will literally be the reason that y'all don't. Yeah, because they turn you down. They turn you down in the bedroom. You know what I mean? They make you beg for it. They make you wait for it. Yeah, there's no more hugging. There's no more kissing. There's no, there's no more affection. The inside jokes have disappeared. Like y'all are just like coexisting now. Sometimes you like roommates. You like you you know you glorify roommates. You're married roommates. You're married to your roommate pretty much. And that happens a lot, y'all. I'm just telling you. When you get into these narcissistic relationships, you get you will become jealous. You just will. But like the crazy thing about it is, at the beginning of your relationship, other people might have been jealous of yours. Oh my goodness, you guys are relationship goals. You guys are the it couple, but we want to be like you. We need love like you guys. And, you, and y'all be over there like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're a kiki ki a you're laughing, and you are relationship goes. But then this, the second, when the devalue process starts, when you're with a narcissist, you go from relationship goals to relationship not goals. You go from not relationship goals. What's the difference? What's the opposite of a goal? That's gonna that's gonna bother me, y'all. What is this? What is the opposite of a goal? I need to know. <laughs> that's gonna bug me. I'm sorry, y'all. I gotta get my computer. Uh, what is the sorry opposite of <laughs> you go from relationship goals to you know the opposite of relationship goals? What is the opposite of a goal? You go from uh opposite of an end goal. Pur- purposelessness, aimlessness. You go from being in relationship aimlessness. I don't know. You don't be. The, you're not the goal anymore. Pretty much. So when you do when you do that type of stuff right there, y'all. When, like, and it transitions very very quickly because you go from loving, caring, y'all holding hands everywhere. You you skipping down the street together, arm around each other, can't stop touching each other. You mean doing it five times a day. You know, you skipping work to do it, blah, blah, blah. You know, how, but you know how the mind works. You know how it goes at the beginning of a lot of relationships. But the narcissist relationship is just different. 
they're everything that you want and need. Like we become everything that you want and need. You've been praying for us for years and your prayers have been answered by the devil. You've been praying to Satan because you're an atheist and now you got the devil. Now you're married to the devil, right? Now you're in a relationship with the devil. <laughs> I know, that just took a turn, did it? That, <laughs> yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I know that took a turn right there. I love doing it. I love doing it. The narcissist code is different. If y'all were just on my podcast, the narcissist code is different between the narcissist explains. Because narcissist code is just my rant. This is my rants. You mean, these are the codes of narcissism. And I said, and then like, if y'all, when y'all relationship starts to like dwindle, and you become like, you know, you you start to see everybody else doing what y'all used to do. You see other people getting love bombed. You see other people going through that, you know, the honeymoon phase of relationships. And you're no longer in the honeymoon phase with a narcissist. You're in the devalue phase where you you, may, you are feeling like less. You'll become jealous of other people. And sometimes that's a way for you to get isolated. You'll start to, like, you know how narcissistic people like to isolate you from other people, like to keep you away from your friends and family. Sometimes you'll start to isolate yourself because you don't want to be around people demonstrating you what real relationships look like because that hurts you because you know if you bring that up to that narcissistic person, they're going to belittle you. They're going to devalue you in front of your face and they're going to hurt you. They might silence you. They might give you the silent treatment. They might rage out on you. You might get into a scream fest because they're not treating you correctly and you pointed it out. And that's how, and that's how the narcissist mind works right there, y'all. Because they condition you that you don't want to, like you've been conditioned that you, that you now you, you you don't want to be around other people's relationships because it makes you feel feel a certain type of way, so you isolate yourself. So the narcissist, the job is out. The narcissist, the, the the job they are their job is done. Their job is done. You don't want to be around your friends anymore now because you're jealous of the other friends' relationships because they look better than yours now. The dynamic has switched, and like I said, you'll be jealous, and that will cause adverse reactions. Like you, you went into this relationship young, um, because you wanted a relationship like your parents. They've been married forty five years, and you's like, I'm twenty five now. Forty five years, I'd be seventy. I need to get on it right now. And you'll ignore red flags. Yeah, you, you know, you ignore, you ignore, you ignore red flags. It's like, well, Lee, it's hard to see red flags when your face is in a pillow. Yes, you need cheeks clap. It's, it's easy to ignore red flags. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Stop. Smell the roses. <laughs> you have to, though, for real, y'all. Because, like, you, that's why I tell people to take it slowly. And that's why I tell people, like, one of the most biggest red flags of narcissistic relationships is how fast they move. It's just, like, incredibly unnecessarily fast. You know what I mean? You, you, know, you know what I mean? I just feel like right now you're going to, like, you will literally, you, you're going to miss out on a lot of stuff. When you're moving really, really fast. And that's why narcissistic people like to move fast because it's easier to miss red flags when you're moving fast. Yeah. And you, you, your honeymoon phase, it, it can last, and then the love bombing phase could last any period of time, y'all. And I think people, when, and a lot of people, when you get in a relationship with narcissists, you think that if you get married and you go on your actual honeymoon, like a lot of times in, in these narcissistic relationships, the relationship, the relationship, the value is already declining before you get to marriage. But a lot of people get into their heads. They're like, once we get married, it'll, it'll change. Once we get married, it'll get better. Once we get married, we, we, it, it's, it's going to be, we're going to start over. The flame is going to be relit because we're going uh, we're gonna to be on a honeymoon in a foreign country. And it's going to be, some, you know, a round of applause. You know, we're going to do some Jamaican a round of applause in Jamaica. But then you realize you get married, nothing changes. You argue on your honeymoon. You argue, you know, you argue on the flight. You silent treatment on a road trip to wherever you got to go. Literally, 
it nothing changes. I'm just telling you, like marriage does not change people. Marriage does not make narcissistic people better. It just doesn't. It does not. It's adding stuff, to, adding stuff to your relationship with a narcissist does not mean it's going to go back to being, you know, adding kids and so like that actually takes away from time from you, time from the relationship, because now you're putting time, effort, and energy into kids. So adding kids and stuff like that, and you know, things like that, it just takes more time away. So how are you supposed to do, how are you supposed to connect to connect to each other if you adding stuff that takes time away from each other? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So don't people are like maybe if we get married, the honeymoon phase will come back. No. No, marriage does not change people for the for the better, y'all. It's to like when you say I do, you're saying I do right now. I do accept you for who you are right now. I know our relationship has declined over the past six months, and we're barely hanging on right now. But guess what? Marriage is going to make this bond stronger. And then you get married, and the relationship gets worse. Like how am I married now? I'm, it, we got married and it got worse. And now I'm jealous of my friend's relationship. I'm jealous of my friend's marriage. And now you don't want to be around your friends anymore. You know, and now you don't want to go home anymore because you're like, I'm just telling you, being in, our, being in this relationship can make you jealous of other relationships and make you get make you not want to be around people. And sometimes you have to leave these relationships to you know, or set put boundaries up and set, you know, set dates and times to hang out and reconnect with each other. And if that doesn't work, then you have your answer. Like if they like we our communication sucks. Let's recommunicate. Let's have a date night every every two days. I mean every week or something like that. Let's have a date night every five days. At least once a week we need to reconnect. If they're not willing to do that because they're too busy and stuff like that, you have your answer. <clears throat> you do. You just do. You have your answer. They can't carve out two hours a week out of the week to hang with you. You have your answer. Especially if you don't have kids. You have your answer. Don't stay in toxic relationships longer than what you need to stay in them because it'll have you jealous of everybody around you. It just will. And I said earlier, like the narcissistic people will point it out too. The part, the toxic person in the relationship will point out that y'all don't do the same things as you used to do. And it'll be 100% be the narcissist's fault because they don't initiate anything. They don't like to take you anywhere. They don't like to do anything. But then you're like, we're just so disconnected from each other. Like, you know, can we, can we start over? Why do you want to start over? I don't want to start over. We made it this far. Why didn't we just start over? And like I said, they'll point it out. You change. You don't hug me anymore. No you don't kiss me anymore. No like, what's going on with this relationship? Like, what, all our friends and stuff like that. And then, then the narcissist will be jealous of other relationships. But be the one withholding the affection and putting it on you. And it'll drive you crazy. It, it just will, y'all. Anyways, y'all, I hope, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. I got to cut this thing short. I got, uh, you're going to some one-on-ones here. You need to do one-on-one. -on -one. Link is in the bio of all my podcasts and the description of all my podcasts and all uh, and everywhere. Let me know. Peace. And my podcast people, y'all know I love y'all. Um, my wife is doing a live show Sundays now, y'all. She did one last night. It's on my YouTube channel. It's posted on my YouTube channel for the world to see. So hop on over to the YouTube channel. Like and subscribe. Hit that five stars for me on here too, y'all. Then I appreciate y'all so much. Thank you for everything. Mental illness is out. Peace. <laughs>